Good morning and praise the Lord, dearly beloved, and to the church in thy house. God's word for today. Philemon chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. Paul, a prisoner of Jesus Christ, and Timothy, our brother, unto Philemon, our dearly beloved and fellow laborer, and to our beloved Aphia and Archippus, our fellow soldier, and to the church in thy house. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God making mention of thee always in my prayers, hearing of thy love and faith, which thou hast toward the Lord Jesus and toward all saints, that the communication of thy faith may become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. For we have great joy and consolation in thy love, because the bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee, brother. Wherefore, though I might be much bold in Christ to enjoin thee that which is move, uh, convenient, yet for love's sake I rather beseech thee, being such an one as Paul the aged, and I also a prisoner of Jesus Christ. I beseech thee for my son Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, which in times past was to thee unprofitable, but now profitable to thee and to me, whom I have sent again to you, therefore receive him, that is, mine own bowels, whom I would have retained with me, that in my stead, in thy stead, he might have ministered unto me in the bonds of the gospel. But without thy mind would I do nothing, that thy benefit should not be as if it were of necessity, but willingly. For perhaps he therefore departed for a season, that thou shouldst receive him forever. Not now as a servant, but above a servant, a brother, beloved, especially to me, but how much more unto thee, born in the flesh and in the Lord. If thou count me, therefore, a partner, receive him as myself. If, I have, if he hath wronged thee or oweth thee aught, put that on mine account. I, Paul, have written it with mine own hand. I will repay it. Albeit I do not say to thee how that thou owest unto me even thine own self besides. Yea, brother, let me have joy of thee in the Lord. Refresh my bowels in the Lord. Having confidence in thy obedience, I wrote unto thee, knowing that thou would also do more than I say. But withal, prepare me also a lodging, for I trust that through your prayers I shall be given unto you. Paul here praises the brethren for their love for him and thankful for how they constantly aided him. But now he's asking them to demonstrate that same love to Brother Onesimus, who is now saved and helping him. This is a story of love and trust and, more importantly, forgiveness. When one has been forgiven, they should be restored because of the love of God to the person 
or violated as if it never happened. This is an example of the love and care for one another that God expects from us today, especially those that claim salvation. Treat people as if they were what they ought to be and you help them to become what they're capable of being. Geth. Love God, love others, and love yourself again today. Let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, again this morning, God, as we come to thee with bowed heads and humble hearts, God, the first and foremost, we ask you to forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word and deed or in thought. God, that you will give ear to our request this morning. God, and continue to lead God and direct us, Lord, and allow love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives and let healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation overtake us as we go. We thank you this morning, God, because... We know that you are God, you are God alone, and it's you that have made us and not we ourselves. We know Holy Ghost, hallelujah, as the Lord Jesus Christ left it on record for us, and no man come to you except you draw them. And God, and we're looking for that day that we shall come and be with thee forever. So God, as we move forward, keep us reminded, God, and help, our, help us to keep ourselves reminded. God, that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you're far then who can be against us? And that the enemy, yes, is on the prowl. Yes, he's seeking to kill, steal, and destroy. But at the same time, your word teaches us greater. God, is your presence in us, your spirit in us, that anointing, your anointing in us, than he that's in the world. Because with the indwelling of your spirit, God, by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have the indwelling power to resist the devil and make him flee. We have the indwelling power, God, with the baptism of your spirit. God, to speak things, God, and you will bring it to fruition. We have the indwelling power by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God, that if we bind things in the earth, you promised that you would bind it in heaven. You promised that, God, that if we would just believe it and have faith, God, if we, God, loose things in the earth, you would loose it in heaven. So with this authority, this kind of power that you have given us, just as Jesus, God, when he was in the land, God, he came against the status quo. People didn't like him. They tried to kill him. So help us to realize, God, when we stand up for the truth, the day is not popular and the world is not going to love us for it. But it's in, God, it is imperative that we continue to move forward and to demonstrate to the world that your love, Lord, that's why you saved us. That's why you put your spirit in us. God, to help us to do the things that we can't do in the flesh alone. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, God, hallelujah. Because only you were wise enough to know that and, and to, to do that in us and, and for us, God, that we can exemplify who you are. God, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God. And we're asking you again this morning to look into every church everywhere that's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. God, and we're asking God to stir the hearts of all the pastors everywhere, Lord, that's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ to preach God without fear, preach without compromise, God. Preach God, hallelujah, God, without being afraid of what people are going to think. 
God, hallelujah, preaching because we're not preaching because see how much money they're going to pay us. Preach it because we've been charged by you to tell the truth, preach the truth, because you let us know in your word, God, particularly for the pastors that you said, hallelujah, through the prophet, that when your people acknowledge their iniquities, you would give them pastors after their own heart that would feed them with knowledge and with understanding. God, the understanding of that knowledge, Lord, we thank you, we praise you, God, and you also let the prophet, let it be made known, God, that God, that the people are being destroyed because the teachers, the prophets, God, the priests were not doing their job as they were supposed to do. They're not telling the truth, God, like they should. Hallelujah. One scripture teaches us, Lord God, hallelujah, that the, the prophet would let the people see and they spoke, God, that the priests and the Levites were chief in the offenses that the people of God was supposed to be contrary to and standing away from and helping people to get away from. God, and don't let it be, God, like that in, in this area, if you will, but we see it it rampant everywhere, God, that rather than preachers preaching God's sanctification, rather than preachers preaching be peculiar, be a royal priesthood, rather than preaching come out from among them and be separate from them that don't want to live by the word of God, Preachers, God, are allowing these things, God, to just go on. They do nothing about it, God, because they're doing it with the pretense that you can't, you can't get, save them and get them in the church if you, if you don't let them come in and do all these kinds of things. But, God, we understand, Lord God, the whole how all of this mindset is. It's a ploy of Satan because they can come to church and worship you, God, but we don't have to put them, God, on the choirs and on the, in the musicians' department and doing on the usher board and all these things. And if they come in, prove dedication and commitment to the church, God, and be baptized with the Holy Ghost to help them to know, God, that you love them, but you demand that they live by your word. And if we don't teach it and practice it, the world will never know that, and people are going to feel like that they're all right just like they are. God, but help us to help them. God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord. God, and we know that in some small congregations, Lord, that there are some people that are very faithful and they're not saved yet. God, but we know, Lord God, that with your permission, by your, your permissive will, that we can let them work in auxiliaries, but we can't let them be captains and heads of departments, God. We thank you for it, Lord God. Help us, God, that if we live by your word, if we help people to understand what being sanctified really is, God, and help them to realize that that you demand that we be born again of the water and of the spirit, God, and they see us doing it. But at the same time, God, we don't do what they do. We don't go where they go. We don't participate in the things that they do. But when we see them, we will acknowledge them as a brother, as a sister. God, but they'll wonder why we do what we do, and then we'll have an opportunity to sit down and teach them and help them to understand that we too are just like them. One day we thought we knew too. We thought we had it together also. But you allowed somebody in our life that understood the truth. And when they told us the truth, God, you brought us into that truth when you saw in our heart that we had a yearning for it. God, and now that we know that truth, God, we know that it's our responsibility to help people understand that truth. 
So help the pastors and the preachers everywhere, Lord, to preach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to preach with purpose, pride, dignity, and diligence. God, to help people come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. Help people that don't know and don't know that they don't know to understand where they are. God, and the reason they want to ridicule the church and, and just mock the saints and scoff at the saints is because they see themselves not being where they know they could be and should be. So they allow the enemy to manipulate their minds, God, and their hearts to just want to try to to hurt our feelings and cause us to stop doing and being separate and being peculiar, God. But the Bible helps us to understand, but greater is he that's in us, and that's your spirit in us, than he that's in the world. So we're going to stand up for it. We're going to preach it. We're going to teach it. We're going to demonstrate it. God, because we know that this is the charge on us, God, to do what you've charged us to do to help others come out of darkness into this light that you have created for the righteous. We pray again this morning, Holy Father, we ask you to turn every home into a God presence home through prayer and the reading of your word together as a family unit that in these in, in every home, God, the family get together and pray together before they go off to bed at night. They pray together, Lord, before the children leave for school every morning, God. Do it, God, in the name of Jesus to help them to see that when they do this and they commit themselves to it, God, that you will drive out these rebellions, these these spirits, these disobedient spirits, these arguing, combative, and fussing and cussing spirits, God, you'll drive them out of the house. God, hallelujah, and there will be a sanctified God presence home. For that, we thank you. We praise you, Lord God, and we ask you, God, for those that have lost their self-sufficiency and they're struggling, they don't know what to do, and they're just struggling, God. But I pray this morning, I'm asking you, Lord God, for everyone, particularly those of the household of faith, if they continue to cry out to you in sincerity and in truth, Lord, God, hallelujah, keep them encouraged, God, that, that at your timing, you're going to restore, God, their self-sufficiency. You're going to restore their financial independence, God, but sometimes you just use us because we belong to you to help other people see who you are. So when you're doing these things, God, help us, God, that we know, hallelujah, that you are with us, God, that you are in us, God, and just because sometimes you don't allow us to feel you, help us to be reminded that we know that you are. And because we know that you are, you have purpose for doing what you do. God, when you don't answer our prayers right when we want them, we know you have a purpose for it. You got reason for it, God. When you don't grant the deliverance, as soon as we ask it, God, we know that you have a reason for doing it. And we're going to trust you and we're going to write it out. Hallelujah. God, until you manifest it in our life, because we know that out of your mercy, God, your grace, your compassion, your kindness, that you're going to do it. God, and for those that have lost their their way, God, because of leaning to their own understanding and not acknowledging you. I'm asking you again this morning, Holy Father, if you would be so kind. When they turn and repent and just acknowledge the error of their way because they find themselves in a dark place because of the decisions that they made, hear their cry, Lord, and grant them a refreshing from your presence. Get them back on the right path in life that they can help others to see that the mistakes that they made, that others don't have to make them. Do it, God, I pray in the name of Jesus to Christ. We ask you again this morning to visit every sick bed everywhere, particularly those, God, where people are crying out. God, in Jesus' name, 
God, moved by your spirit, God, and while people are in the sick beds, God, and, and they're asking, Lord, please help me, Lord, please heal me, God, but help them to be reminded that, to say also, Lord, please forgive me of where I failed you and where I went wrong and the things that I did, the things that I thought that were wrong, please forgive me and heal me. Help them, God, to pray like that so that the prayers of the righteous won't be in vain. We thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, again this morning because you're God and you're God alone. And we know, hallelujah, God, that when we look around us and we see the things that are going on in the land, we see your wrath, we see your indignation, we see your fury. God, and it's because of disrespect, disobedience, rebellion, Lord. People are just so contrary to your word and have the audacity to God to try to stand up and say, the Lord, that you told them to do things that's obviously contrary to Scripture. God, but help us, those that are willing, God, to accept the being talked about, those of us that are willing to not let the mocking and the scoffing stop us. For those of us, God, that are willing to move forward, even though people, they, they say things bad about us and against us, we know that we are innocent. We know we're not guilty of it. We're going to keep on pressing forward and you're going to prove yourself in our life to them, the mockers and the scoffers and the gainsayers. God, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. And we're asking the Lord God again today that as many as will seek you in sincerity and in truth for the baptism of the Holy Ghost, God, hallelujah, hear their cry and baptize them with the Holy Ghost that they'll have the indwelling of the Christ of God. So that on that day that the Lord Jesus shall stand in the clouds, so saith the scripture, and he shall shout with the voice of the archangel. And when that trump shall sound, the scripture teaches us that the dead in Christ shall rise first. And then those that are alive and remain shall be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. God, but until that day come, help us to realize that you are our shepherd and we shall not want. God, that you're going to continue to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. God, that you're going to maintain our cause. God, that you're going to supply us with whatever it is that we need according to your riches and glory. God, and when we even delight ourselves in you, you will give us the desires of our heart. You're going to keep us reminded when we walk up right before you and keep your commandments, Lord. God, that there's no good thing that you'll withhold from us. So since you have given us that information, these promises, we know that you're good for your promises. We know that the enemy is going to try to, to deceive us and manipulate our minds and keep us from being who you want us to be. But we know for certain with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have the power to resist him, even in our thoughts. And for that, we say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And we believe that we're going to have what we say. Because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen and thank you, God. Good morning again, everyone. Again today, things are not as bad as they seem. And nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle if you keep it in that order. And keep telling yourself, prophesy to yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do ye also unto them.